Protoss Network. Hi, this is Devin Track with the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. And now, on with the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me tonight is JF. Hey, Matt. And special guest host, Amy Frost. Hello. Ashley is off auditing some company, making sure they're not breaking the law again. So Amy has joined us once again. Ashley is the long arm of the financial law That's or right. something. I don't know what she does. <laughs> something <laughs> something about money. And, you know, yeah. finding tax loopholes, whatever they do. Sounds miserable. (laughs) Tonight we're going to talk about everything that came out at Warhammer Open Day. Um, Some awesome new releases, Sisters of Battle, which I'm sure lots of you are excited about. But as always, we like to talk about things we've been doing lately, hobby-wise. And today we'll start with Amy again. So I I just today finished building all of my cultists for my my Zinch Chaos Space Marines army for Adepticon. So that's a big thing off my plate uh, since they're all conversions because the same five models over and over (laughs) are uh, super not my jam. Uh, So I finished that today and I did crack open my box of sisters and I got three of them built. So that's uh, that's where I'm at. I'm hobby magpieing pretty hard right now. Nice. I'm like, no, I have I have 110 days. It's fine. I could just build these though. <laughs> 110 days, huh? That's it. Oh. Yeah, something like that. It's it's not a lot, but I mean, it's not like we have huge projects or anything. No, there's nothing right, big right, right. going on. <laughs> nothing that's like two feet tall or anything. Certainly. <laughs> it's uh, fine. It's all fine. It's the worst ever. But it'll be awesome when it's done, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the hope anyway. <laughs> it will be. It's going to be incredible. It just has to be done. <laughs> well, like you said, 110 days left, right? 110. So at an inch a day, you're fine. It's only 24 days. Jeff, what about you? I have also been preparing things for Adepticon. I've been working on... Here's the problem with talking... Because I spend most of my year working on Adepticon things, and like, I have one of my teammates that he will not show things to other teammates. He'll just mm-hmm. show me and say... I, I want to. He'll say that he wants it to be finished or further along before showing the rest of the team. And we're a team, so right. this is the kind of... This is the level of secrecy that some of my team members <laughs> expect. So I want to talk about what I'm working on for Adepticon, but at the same time, I know I can't go too far. I can't de- describe too much. But I have I have a large resin model that I'm working on for uh, for, for Adepticon. That's that's been consuming my time recently. Um, also, Amy Amy was in Montreal a few weeks ago and showed me how to play Underworld. So I've also been nice. continuing working on those figs mm-hmm. because. There's this weird disease with Underworlds where I have four teams, and they're all (laughs) half-painted. I could have two fully-painted teams if I'd focus just a little more, but I don't, and here we are. 
Perfect. <laughs> How about you, Matt? What do you What have you been up to? Uh, we've been pretty war cry heavy lately over here. Uh, uh-huh, been, yeah. I've been mm-hmm. painting my starter set terrain, which has been enjoyable. Pretty easy to paint. Looks pretty good. Uh, just got a few games of that under my belt. Uh, we're going <clears> to <throat> probably start a campaign soon, and our local store get the organized play kit, so we're looking at doing that beginning next year. Great. Well, we roped a bunch of people in, so we got a, a pretty probably 10 people playing now. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I'm supposed to get a game of Aeronautica next week, finally. Ah, so good. Yeah, I played one right when it came out. Haven't played since, but we're going to... Another friend actually finally picked it up, so we're going to play a little bit of a bigger game and get that going. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to play much of it either, but you know that's that's definitely up there in my plans. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at the Adepticon event list yet. Is there any Aeronautica Imperialis events at Adepticon? There's an Aeronautica Imperialist Forge World event, which is, I believe, the classic Aeronautica Imperialist game. <laughs> or it could be what they, they've done in the past, basically using 40k scale Forge World models sure. uh, for Aer- and using that for large scale Aeronautica Imperialist. Um, the only thing that we got, well, I haven't checked. Like maybe, maybe there's a, a, be, a better description now on the event preview. But when we all, all we had was a spreadsheet. That's that's all. That's all the information I had. Yeah. That goes live in a few days. I am. Uh, I like I was telling oh. you before, not quite prepared for what I'm going to do. But I know, like I said, I know I'm playing in Adeptus Titanic is the doubles event with a friend of mine. Um, Trying to get in the friendly. I'll have to just kind of see what else is left after the the rush. What are you guys doing besides the uh, the team tournaments and friendlies? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm certain about now. Like yeah. I'm I'm toying with the Underworld's Grand Clash because mm-hmm. I mean whatever, right? Like all right, so if I play like two or three rounds and it goes poorly, I'll just like right. bounce and go do something else. Like it's not the end of the world, but I don't know. I don't I, I'm know. I'm also tempted by the Underworld's tournament. But I don't really know how to play very well. But I know I can have figs ready for it. Yeah. But there's also a Warcry narrative event, so that's yeah. very attractive to me because I like narrative things. But I've got nothing done for Warcry, so I oof, <laughs> I'm already on a fairly tight schedule as far as fig painting is concerned. So I don't I don't know. I mean I I don't hate the idea of just showing up on like we're gonna show up a little bit early this year. Uh, yes. And I, I I don't hate the idea of having a bit more time to just chill with friends mm-hmm. and you know use some of these open gaming tables and just actually play a game with some friends that I see only once a year at Adeptic- Adepticon. So I don't know I don't know I'm I, I'm gonna look at what I can get and I I'll I'll, I'll figure it out before Sunday <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, it's always no hurry, right? We're not right, yeah. Yeah. at all. I mean, you wow. know, it's only Wednesday. You got a couple days. You got a couple days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all gonna be good. No one's gonna die. I'm, no. I'm sort of after my experience a couple of years ago, where I signed up for a guild ball tournament, and it was supposed to be over at 5 p.m. So I had an event at 6 p.m. And then they're like, "Oh, well, enough people showed up, so we're gonna add three more rounds to the tournament." It's like, okay, I just wasted 35 bucks because I can't just, you know, either way. So. I try to keep it to one event a day now, I just in case something happens. Well, yeah, especially if you're going to do like any event that's 
takes more than four hours. Yeah. Because four hours plus of gaming is demanding, and you want to be able to... I mean, it's a very social event, Adepticon. Like you're, if you're going there just to walk in, play games, walk out, you're missing out on the more important part, which is... is Drinking. I mean, socializing. <laughs> ah, socializing. You know, same, thing. same thing. Yeah. yeah. Drinking socially. <laughs> and I mean, I'm I'm at the point where like this is gonna be my tenth year. I've made so many friends at Epticon. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be that that kind of jerk friend that just like once a year I say hi. Like I, I want to be able to like have conversations with people, which I wasn't really able to do last year. So I I don't want to do that again. Yeah, I have some friends that uh, I only see at Adepticon, so. Right, no, exactly, that's yeah. the thing, right? It's so, I, I want to, I'm, like, if, if I don't figure out something to do on Thursday, and, or I don't get into an event that I wanted for Thursday, like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find something to do. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, there's never... Especially now, it's, it's it's been getting bigger every year. There's never a lack of, of something to do. Even just watching some big narrative game can be enjoyable for you know take a like hour long break or something from whatever you're running around doing just to watch something like that. Yeah, and there's, there's a bunch of things that are kind of like off registration events. Yeah. Like I, I mentioned the open gaming, but isn't the uh, the sort of meat grinder event um, also like you just show up and play like you don't need to register? I'm not sure. I've never. I. I honestly. I can't. I personally can't bear to put something I paid into a meat grinder. I would. <laughs> but oh, I'm. I'm. I'm very tempted. But so very. With tempted. contrast, now it'd be easy, right? Don't spend all this time painting. Oh no, there. my. If if ever I do the meat grinder, I am painting a fig <laughs> to the very best of my abilities. I like it. I, like it. I want like I want me and other people to weep openly <laughs> as, as the model gets crushed and turned into little pieces. <laughs> I want him to feel bad about doing right, it. Right. I, I just, I just want to spring spread misery is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, uh, you know, as we said last week was black Friday, which means the scissors of battle army box hit the streets, the streets. Like, uh, and, uh, I know I got one, actually. I'm sorry. Amy, I believe you got one as well, right? I did. I did. Nice. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure about getting one, but my gaming store has this thing where you earn points, and when you reach a point for every dollar you spend, when you reach 1,000 points, you get $120 store credit. And it just happened oh, to nice. It had been like a year and a half, and just happened to coincide, and you had like 30 points. So I bought Celestine, got my points, and then got the box. Oh, nice. So, yeah. yeah, I... Uh... I run a game store, so yeah, you get, I get you an get employee that. discount, like, oh, yeah, sure. so it's fine. I don't pay retail; it's all fine. Right, right. As long as you're not paying uh, retail, it's like free money. Yeah, I mean, I did, I did do the like. Well, I'm worried because, like, you know, because we had to get pre-orders in super, super yeah. early, right? Yeah. Like this was like we had like two days essentially that we knew, you know, like, hey, here's the exact info. We need, you know, we need your numbers. Like, they gave it to us on Monday, and they're like, we need your numbers by Wednesday. Great. So my guys, not super good about being prompt. Um, so so I was worried, right? And, like, if one of my guys had, like, ordered late or if, you know, I mean, we've gotten shorted on pre-orders before, sure. so that was scary. So, like, I would have given up my copy, but I was glad I didn't have to. You're more noble than I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would have just waited. It would have been fine. 
It definitely did um, probably as well as GW expected it was. As I understand, online it sold out in like two hours. So. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, how, how long have people been waiting for these things? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great box set. Um, what is it, 25 models or so? Yeah. Nice codex card. So have you had a chance to look through the codex, Amy? I have flipped through. Um, I... Uh, yeah, so it's Codex cards and the Miracle Dice, which, so when I first <laughs> saw the picture, and I was like, oh, white dice, that's weird. And then they talk about the Miracle Dice, and I was like, oh, so maybe they're, like, pearlescent. Like, no, maybe yeah, they're, no. <laughs> no, they are super not. These are, like, Just their standard, bottom like, of the barrel white dice. It's their bucket like, of, is... it's their bucket of 100,000 dice they have in the warehouse that they just bag yeah. up for a game. Yeah, I was like, well... <laughs> Like, let's not advertise that as a selling point, kids. Like, it's fine. Um, yeah, no, I was excited. I, I, my favorite thing flipping through was because it was before they had announced the, uh, which we will get to, but yes. it was before they had announced the model for the Triumph of St. Catherine. And Ugh. so I'm reading this and I'm, I'm talking to JF about it. And he's like, so wait, so they drag a corpse through into battle? And I was like, yes. Yes, that seems to be what it is. It's like, yeah, well, but, that's great. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, let's not forget, this is not a first for Games Workshop. Right, Dragging right. corpses no. to battle is a very Bretonian thing. Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, hey, guys, we're not doing super well against that army of Skaven that's just cresting over the horizon and pouring out of every sewer in the city. But you know what might help? If we drag out a corpse. Why not? <laughs> How inspiring is that? <laughs> This could be you, so fight better. <laughs> it's not just a corpse. They're carrying five relics, okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> Which, that's cool. That that whole mechanic is cool, because the, one of the big um, Ossiarch Bone Reaper guys that just came out has a similar mechanic where, like, so it's basically, like, him and a bunch of dudes, and this is the same thing. It's, you know, the it's St. Catherine and a bunch of dudes, and so as they lose wounds... It's basically like some of those auxiliary people have died, and so their abilities are no longer available to you, which I think is a cool mechanic. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. It's like a little extra than just, like, bracketing. Right. It's not just a, bla- a blade of wounds. Like, it actually means something. Yeah. Yeah, so lots of... Uh, a couple few uh, new units in there, too. Um, basically, Seraphim with bolt pistols and power swords. Right, that was one of them. Yes, I mean, listen, <laughs> that is the only thing I'm super excited about. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm very eh about the sisters. Like, I like that they exist, and I like that their aesthetics. But the only thing I find really cool, like, the only models that's ever really, like, got me excited as, as a hobbyist and gamer is is the, the, the jump troops, like, the jump yeah. infantry for the sisters. So ever since they put out the new model for Celestine and, and her Gemini um, bodyguards, I find, oh, man, they really upped the game on this. This is great. And now it's like, oh, I don't just get Seraphims. I get close combat Seraphims. Oh, and they're an elite slot, so I don't <laughs> need to take less Seraphims to have some Seraphims. Yeah, definitely. I'm down with this. Mm. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we all saw the new Exorcist and Emulator models. Yes. And oh, and we have confirmation that the stained glass on the emulator is a transparent piece that we can yes. have fun with, and yes. that is 
I mean, it was pretty obvious in uh, in the video that they were showing as they were rotating it, but like actually seeing it, just you never know. Like you never know. <laughs> like yeah, no, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's what our studio model looks like. It's fine. Yeah, no, it looks gorgeous. It's it's just the level of over the top that you want. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Kind of crazy. And also, what is it that I hear? The flapping of mechanical wings? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I will be the first to admit I was wrong in my prediction when they teased us about about this model. When the rumor engine, they showed a, a mechanical wing, which I possibly identified as Adeptus Mechanicus. But my little s- sweetheart dream was that it would be... Um, jump troops because mm. the idea of having like membraned wings on like some kind of weird rust walker type jump troops would have been amazing and I I still want that like that's still, still yeah. good like still, that's on the table yeah yeah it, is, it is still look pretty good but they instead they gave us a, a even better something I could not have wished for but I'm in <laughs> love with not just a Adeptus Mechanicus flyer. Not just an Adeptus Mechanicus flyer with three configurations, including a transport option, mm. but an ornithopter. Mm-hmm. A freaking yeah. flappy wing flyer, just like in Dune. It's so good. Like, I love how they've decided that if we're going to do vehicles for Adeptus Mechanicus, not a single one of them is going to be either <laughs> very futuristic or make any ounce of goddamn sense. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going with a hovercraft and now an ornithopter. And if ever they have jet bikes, there's no way they're not gyrocopters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not miniature helicopters, gyrocopters. Look it up. Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't know what they are, but trust me, they're pretty rad. And while every AdMac player is like, ooh, this is great, and some of them complain they said it was stupid looking and they're wrong, um, <laughs> every orc player on the planet's oh, little yeah, heart right? sang out. <laughs> Um, because I've realized, because I have, I have some every, fairly well, every new model is a Nork model if you yes, try yes. hard and if yeah. you have an Exacto knife. Yeah, and some green stuff. Yeah, because um, yeah, I have, I have some pretty good plans for the bomber that I have, um, and then I, I have just acquired um, an old Forge World uh, plane. So now I feel like I'm gonna have You're like welcome. The most... Thank you. <laughs> so now I feel like I'm gonna have the most like badass orc air wing ever to exist and I feel like I should own that so really just it's probably gonna happen one. yeah and, and yeah. that is that like one of the things that immediately came to mind and I I was is not like an original thought I was definitely tapping into some kind of gestalt consciousness but a lot of people are going well there's this and there's also dirigibles from those those you know aeronaut dwarves from Age mm, of Sigmar yeah. Mm. Uh, you smash these two models together, and you can get two other models that are completely different <laughs> but very bad. So, there's, I mean, there's definitely some fun to be had there. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that model's great, I, especially the huge canopy in the front. I think that's a really nice uh, piece. Yeah, just because a lot yeah. of a lot of their models have interior cockpit detail, but you can't really see it. But on this one, you'll definitely be able to see what's going on in there. Mm, yeah. Did you, you? I mean. I'm sure a lot of um, "quote unquote" advanced modelers are going to just put, you know, cheesy gradients on that, yeah. just to not have to paint the interior. But come on, I know. Yeah, it's such a a, a very 
interesting model. And again, like you, you know, like you were saying, something that we haven't really seen in 40k before. But not not just that. Like it's not just the, the membrane or in the tops of her wings. Like it's got little paws. Yeah. At the back. Yeah. Like this, this does not land normally. It does nothing normally. It is the best. I am in <laughs> love with this model. I'm gonna have a million of them. That's gonna be real good. <laughs> mhm. I just hope you can get units of more than one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just get that air wing support detachment up to five planes. Yeah, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be what I'm gonna have to do. <laughs> I, I I had plans on getting the uh, the hover hovercraft thing, but why would I now? Hey, if this thing transports <laughs> guys, what do you need that for, right? Exactly. I it's, they're, they're just way too cool. So yeah, um, look for that in my future. Mm-hmm. What else do you have at Open Day? They got like, the, that, that's the only thing my brain focused on. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Grot Bomber. For aeronautics. Yes! No, I did. Of course. Yes, orcs. <laughs> <laughs> With the tiniest, the little, tiniest little problem. It's so good because it takes me. It takes me back to the team tournament last year. With um, it was Jeff, right? Jeff was in the bottom of our of our bomber, right? He was like um, tail gunner. Yeah, right? Jeff. Jeff was a tail but, 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 uh, No, no, it's Kevin. 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 Sorry, F. Kevin. Kevin. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now I'm like, I'm like, this is like a bunch of tiny Kevins, just. <laughs> Or she's going to drop him out of an airplane. To go die. Yeah. What else could you possibly want? Not much, honestly. I, I like, just like the tiny grots wearing their scarves and the bombs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was always one of my old war, uh, favorite Warhammer Fantasy artillery pieces was the Goblin Doom Diver. Like, they know they're yes. going to die, but they're happy to do it. I mean, they're doing it in the coolest way. Yeah. Except, if, except when you rolled a misfire and the yoke broke and the uh, it smashed the goblin and killed him and then he couldn't use it anymore. But that's still cool to watch. Yeah, but it's <laughs> that's like that's kind of what I like about goblins and orcs in general. Yeah. Like, if there is a race that understands the, I would say the the, the glory of leaving a legacy. <laughs> <laughs> like we're all gonna die anyways. Yeah, might, might as, as well, well right? blowing up. Ugh. And then we get to see the the new Mephiston model in in all its glory. Mm. Very very nice model. A good update for um, what was fondly referred to as the mullet guy for a long time. <laughs> I uh, I don't care. I know. Not, <laughs> I know you don't. But not just that. I am a little angry because <laughs> I mean, okay, so Space Marines get. Mephiston, that's good. Blood of Bale, this nice and all, but the Tyranids get nothing. Yeah, I'm I was sorry. really, the I old, was, yeah. I think same as you, I was hoping for like a Tyranid super heavy at this point. A super heavy, or I mean, they keep talking about like the, the Tyranids have such a unique place on the psychic landscape yeah. of the 40k universe, and this whole thing is about a psychic awakening, and man, nah, well, whatever, who cares? There's just more Tyranids, and I mean, it's. It's both cool and annoying how they're bringing back high fleet customization because it feels like they haven't learned from the past. Because here's what's going to happen, right? So they're gonna, we're going to have high fleet customization, and a lot of people are going to do some really fun, cool conversions with it, and that's going to be great. We're going to have a golden age for three to five years, and it's going to be broken. 
because too much customization. We've learned about like when they did that in third edition with the Tyranids, and when they did that with the Chaos Space Space Marines in third edition. Every time it just gets broken too quickly. Like we're we as players, and I mean we as in everybody except me are way <laughs> too good at, at game theory. Like, we figure out, we solve these things, and someone's going to come up with this configuration of custom Tyranids that's just going to be too annoying, and Games Workshop's going to have to come back and retcon it or remove those rules, or it's, I don't know. They're just but, opening up a can of worms that I think I would have rather gotten a model instead. Well, I mean, that happened at the next tournament following Iron Hands rules becoming legal in tournaments, right? Yeah, and and, he, and this is the thing, right? So, and a lot of these customization, a lot of these these converted models then become useless. It's it's like when they didn't have, like, I have a converted Turvagon that I made from a, a Carnifex because for the longest time they didn't have a Turvagon model. Right. But now that model is obsolete because it's not on the correct base, and now they have a better model for it. And that's like it's the same thing for all the people that converted Dooms of Malentai and and the Parasites of Mosrax and all that. Like we're going to have the rug pulled from under our, t- our 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 feet with that, and I'm not cool with it. I would have rather, even if they didn't want to make like a super heavy like I wanted, of course. Like they could have given us like give us a character, give us the, the Doom of Malentai. Like that's a psychic Something, character yeah. we'd love to see yeah. for 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 Terranus. Yeah. With some fresh rules, down with that. Like it's it's the lowest hanging fruit for that for that situation. But I would have loved to see it. You know, and and they kind of got us a got us you know right out of the gate because the first thing was Eldar and Dark Eldar, right? New models, new rules. Now it just seems like the, half of this is just bringing all the old Space Marine codex up to current with the yeah uh, and, I things. Mean, I, I don't. I'm trying to remember. I don't. Rem, I don't remember if they had said there would be a, at least one new model per faction, or if it was just rules. It for was. Factions. I think, it was I think just they rules. just said rules. They yeah. said there's going to be yeah. content for every faction. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I just feel like the turn has really got super short changed on that one. And you're right. You're right, Matt. Like the, from the get go, there's like two factions, and each faction gets two models. They get a character and a unit. I'm like, oh man, out of the gate, this is gonna be amazing, and it has just been less and less with every release for Psychic Awakening since then. Yes. And been. now it's just Space here, Marine characters. Here's Mephiston, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, it's just, it's just been since then Space Marine characters, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting because they revealed the um, next three books in the series, right? Ritual of the Dam, The Greater Good, which is obviously Tao. And Saga oh, of the it? Beast. That makes sense. Yeah. Saga of the Beast, I'm not... That seems to me like that would be Tyranids, but it's Blood of Ball, so... Uh, um, could be Well, orcs. probably... Uh, yeah, I was going to say Orcs yeah. and uh, Space Wolves. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, the Beast, like, isn't... I'm pretty sure there is an Orc character called the Beast, so... Hmm. Maybe. And those wolves are all about Sagas, so... Exactly. <laughs> And it it seems like, you know, they said here's the next three, so it seems like there's probably going to be a couple more after that. Um, I'm hoping, you know, that we see new models for other non-Space Marine factions. 
I mean, yeah, so am I. I'm, I'm but I'm not I'm not holding my breath really, at this point. Yeah, me neither. I like I would love to see something for the Tao when he do the greater good thing, but yeah. Well, well I, I mean, I think you know, it'll be interesting to see how a a race with a null psychic presence gets pulled into the psychic awakening. I think we were talking about that before, but. I'm, yeah, I mean, my my wish on that one was give them an ally, like bring back the idea that this is supposed to be an empire of multiple races, bring in a psychic race that works for the Tao, and there you go. Like Again, yeah. that's a very low-hanging fruit. It's a very exciting, very simple way of doing it. But I don't know. I have a feeling like it's just going to be, oh, the Tao don't have psychers or they're in more peril, but – They've ramped up the production of hammerhead tanks. Right. Here's, here's, some, new, <laughs> here's some new rules for hammerhead tanks. I'm saying, yeah. all right, I guess. Thanks. Yeah, and I think we we saw that the Ritual of the Damned was um, Dark Angels and something else already. So I'm assuming we're going to see a Space Marine faction per book at this point now. Yeah. Yeah, probably. There's hey, just wait. so many. Yeah, this is just never ending. <laughs> and and I have no problem believing that they're going to if they have the choice between making say a new Tau character and or you know a new Space Marine character, it's like that that dice roll is going to end up on on Space Marine almost. I mean, so what we got? Dark Angels and Grey Knights are supposed to be ritually damned. So you've got Death Watch, um, Space Wolves, and is that it? I think. I don't. I don't know. Did uh, they? Did they do like Imperial Fist and that kind of stuff? Yeah, that was all. In, they had. They were in those books that came out with the Space Marine Codex. There was. Um, yeah, but those aren't part of the. Uh, those are not part of. Uh, 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 yeah, true. So I mean. <laughs> Again, like not like I'm, I'm happy for all the Space Marine players out there, but I it, I wouldn't pass put it past uh, Games Workshop to oh well here's um here's another like here's Lysander's new Primaris fig for right, the uh, right. you for want him in the codex fish. here he is three months later yeah so there you go yeah. and nothing for nothing for Necron or Tau or whatever because Xenos are not important and or interesting yeah. Well, <clears throat> we'll let you know uh, when we find out what's going on. We'll, of course, talk about it on here. But it's looking like Space Dream Player is going to be happy while the rest of us just quietly move in the corner. Yeah, yeah. I, listen, I'm more than happy to be proven wrong on this one. Oh, me I, too. Definitely. Will, I'd love to I see some crazy weird boy thing for for orcs. Or... I, I think we will see an orc we gotta. thing because orcs are too much fun. But, but here, here's the thing, right? Like, I'm, I, I'll also admit that the, the the reason for my pessimism is strongly rooted in the fact that the turn has got super short change on yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there has been this major slowdown in the in the amounts of models. So of course I'm thinking that this is going to trickle down to absolutely nothing interesting apart from a space marine here or there. But I'm also very much looking forward to, you know, Games Workshop proving me wrong oh, yeah, and doing definitely. some really freaking freaky thing. Like, I, because also, like, Psychic Awakening is hopefully working to a grand finale. 
Like, right. They've got to be building up to something, and it's going to be something that's, as always, going to be the Imperium and Chaos. That's that's what's going to be at the end. But hopefully, whatever it is, is at least exciting even to non-Chaos Space Marine or Space Marine players. Right. It's got to be something good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be a finale that involves, like, the Necrons that we know. <laughs> <laughs> Although, and it's a surprise I, twist. Necrons and Tau. Here we go. Right. It's all about them. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, I do want, like, I do want to walk back one thing. Like, we, there is a very good chance that when they get to the book that has Admex in it, we're going to get a flyer. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you I, go. I think that's a possibility, hmm, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think you'd be a wise man to make that bet with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We've been hurt before. I remember true. October. Yeah, uh, October was so disappointing. <laughs> it was so disappointing. Like we, everybody was thinking, oh, we're going to get that prime orc or something. Like there's yeah. going to be this huge. I've heard whispers for this now, right? Like no. that's. They, the whispers have begun again, and I'm like, don't hurt me like this. Yeah. No, because don't. There, there was never a prime orc. It was <laughs> never a thing. It was a blurry conversion, yes. a blurry photo of a conversion of a Dread Knight with an orc in it. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, oh, that looks big and orky. It must, it can't possibly be a converted thing because <laughs> no one converts that? orcs. Like, who converts orcs? And it's like humanoid shaped, so it it has to be like maybe it's a big orc, maybe it's Gazgul Thraka, and and maybe he's like bigger now because orcs the more they fight the more they get big. So maybe now he's like so big, like he's a a, a sort of prime orc, and that that took off and became its own thing. Yep. Don't get me wrong, like have Games Workshop pick up that meme and just play with it, but it, this is not something that originated from a Games Workshop leak. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. And, and I think that's part of what's disappointing for me about the Tyrion and stuff, too, is you know they've eaten some Primera somewhere by this point. Yeah. Like, they should have something. Yeah. Or, or like, Tau. Like, I, I I, don't know what they would gain from right. Tau. Like, a bunch of Tyrion. They'd get really, really bad really, at close combat. Exactly. <laughs> thing. Like, oh, we finally have a breed of Tyranid fighting bio monsters that need technology that they right. don't have to right. fight. Yeah. <laughs> Although like, okay, here's a twist. Here's something that could have been interesting. Oh, they ate some Tau and because the Tau don't, you know, they, they, they don't have anything that register with the warp. Finally, the Tyranids have warp null creatures that they can use and they have some kind of special rule about that. There you mm-hmm. go. Games Workshop, hire this guy. He's got it. Boom. It's there's so many things that are easier than just digging through the trash for discarded third edition rules. <laughs> like there's a there's a reason we got like two codexes, maybe three that did not have that level of customization because it did not work well. It well, was a bad idea. And I mean it you know, it's cool for casual play or stuff like that, but it's like, like it's we cool saw for people like yeah, people that want to convert, but like we saw with the, at least from a competitive standpoint, the, like when the space room credits come out, the, the competitive players, okay, here's what's, here's the best combination, so let's build an army around that, and then that's all that gets played, mm-hmm. for the most part. Which, I mean, that's how you want to play, that's how you want to play, but, anyway. 
So that was pretty much it from the Warhammer Open Day as far as 40K is concerned, except for we got sort of a little preview of some of the upcoming animation projects we have going on. Which was pretty interesting. They have the Angels of Death, but we also saw... It looks like they have some uh, animation around their young adult stories, too. Yeah, I saw that. That looked pretty cool. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Um, Angels of Death is is their uh, their main let's say, adult-themed project, which is going to be... We'll see the trailer in January, according to the open day, but... Yeah, yeah. the LVO. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out, because there's a lot of... Uh, I think there's a lot of interesting ways that this could go. Um, I think the young adult stuff's going to be pretty interesting, just because it's... You know, they, they sort of represent all different little pieces of, of 40K, and they're dealing with Necrons and all kinds of stuff, so... Yeah. It's a... It's a- one of the best catalogs for what's available in the 40k universe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a little I mean, bit of everything, really. It's it's your it's your GI Joe. Like, here's all the toys that you can go pick up. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 all for that. I mean, I loved GI Joe when I was a kid. <laughs> didn't, mm-hmm. didn't make me didn't turn me into some kind of toy buying monster that just wastes a bunch of my income on. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no negative effect at all. Like, I it's always. Not like I'm, Traveling to Chicago just to be able to <laughs> play these games for a decade. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not like we no lasting effect. It's not like we we spent a college tuition's worth of of money on 40k or <laughs> multiple uh, college tuitions. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's a hobby. Fine. Listen, we could be yes. drinking. Oh wait, we do that as well. Oh God. <laughs> Well, it's like every, you know, in every 40K group that there is, it's, you know, oh, my wife went out and bought a new handbag, That's so right. I, I bought a new spot. And I'm like, yeah, 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 try both. It's real fun. It's a good time. <laughs> so interesting news today. I don't know if you guys saw it yet, but they were talking about Warhammer uh, 40K Legends, the stuff they're moving to the Legends line. Um, so these are... Models that are no longer produced or in codexes, and they won't be updating the rules or points values for them, so they're not recommended for matched play. I heard that Legion of the Damned was part of that, and I laughed for a half hour straight. Yeah, they are part of that. Um, uh, I thought what was kind of disappointing, too, is they move stuff like... I didn't say um, it was disappointing. No, no, I, for, no I I'm saying... <laughs> no, what I, what I think was disappointing... Oh, okay, sure. ...is, um, you know, for um, Space Marines, uh, they just, they, and Dark Angels and whatnot, they moved, like, chaplains on bikes, librarians on bikes, like, all that is now not... They're not official, official things. Which kind of... I mean, I play Ravenwing, so that sort of is a bummer. Because um, no more characters on bikes. They're going to be replaced by their Primaris equivalent. Primaris on quads? Yeah. Well, right. on, or on bikes. They're just going to get cooler yeah, bikes no, I, and they're going to be Primaris. And well, that's what a lot of people are saying, too, is this, this Warhammer Legends thing sort of is going to end with, like, Tactical Marines, Devastator Marines just being phased out of... Yeah, years. but, I mean... We we've been staring at the dark clouds predicting the rain for oh, like yeah. three years now. Yeah. I think I think it's fine. We know. Yeah, uh, I mean, get, get your umbrellas. It's just gonna be okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm sure at at some point it's gonna happen, right? Because 
there'll be that book where all the space marines just turned into Primaris and half of them died, and then that's the end of that. But, you know, I mean, it's, I don't think it's a big deal. I, I don't think so either. Like, there's, there's, only, there's only so many ways you can retool a tactical squad to keep making it interesting. Exactly, and they did that rollout on such a slow, ponderous schedule. It's fine. Like they didn't like it's not like they it, within six months or a year they said well all the tac marines are no longer valid right. and there's probably like I'm pretty sure that in most game groups you could you'll be able to just play your stupid normal yeah, space no, marines no as primers anyway yeah. no yeah. one's gonna give a damn well I sorry let me correct no one that matters is gonna give a damn <laughs> right, right. exactly like I'm sure there's a Kevin somewhere that's gonna like. <laughs> Yeah, if if it's that guy, you probably don't want to play that guy anyway. No, exactly. Like, oh wait, I I can't use my normal my tax squad as Primaris. Oh, why? Well, because like you don't have real. Fine, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you already made me put all my tax marines on thirty-two millimeter bases already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I like same thing. I don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal when it when it does eventually happen which probably won't be for a little while but whatever i mean it's i mean like i was saying like there's so many there's only so many ways you can retool a tactical squad or a rhino you know at some point i mean you want your company you want to sell i don't don't think rhinos are going anywhere i don't think rhinos are going no no i mean just for space marines i'm sure i mean sister battle use them you know maybe i i I bet they're just gonna like, oh well, there's no more, there's no more normal space marine. They're all Primaris, and now they can use the Rhino. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. yeah. Plus, nobody likes buying new toys like space marine players. Right. Like, right. They love it. They complain the whole time, <laughs> but they still buy. But them all. they love it. They buy them all. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I can't believe I have to buy these new models. I'll take six. Things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's does just that's the reason why we're. With me? Yeah. yeah, that's that's the reason why we're not getting new Xenos things right. because right. they do that. Like, exactly. If you're not, like, th- this is gonna be my argument when people like when Space Marine players are complaining like, whoa, they're, they're phasing out my entire army. Yeah, because they gave you an entire new one. Right. Meanwhile, right. like Xenos players have to beg for one character to come out once. Please, in a, in a please, I, d- I don't want fine cast anymore. Please, <sighs> just give me this model. <laughs> It's all I want. Like, can I have a Gaskul Thraka? Just, like, just, Please. I just want that one fig. Just that one fig. No, but we've got five new Space Marine vehicles right. coming right. out. Have so you seen can... these corn berserkers? I mean, come on, guys. Like, it's just, but no, but yeah, you're right. Exactly. They're, they're going to find a way to complain that they're getting too many. They're getting so many models that some have to be phased out. Yeah. Well, if if you're not happy, join join the suffering Xenos and let Games Workshop <laughs> okay. know that you're ready to buy some of those instead. Mm-hmm. Like we could use the numbers, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, we we still love we we love you guys. So. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's you know, there's more than enough space marine stuff to go around. Give us new Xeno stuff, please. Um, and this week we get Chapter Crew 2019. Mm-hmm. Lots of neat stuff in there, I think. Uh, of course. I, if, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, if, if you were following the rumors, as usual, most of them are completely unfounded. <laughs> well, we, we've got some actual information, though. Yeah. Oh, we definitely did. What's in there? 
Yeah, but we there was a lot of talk about oh, corn berserker style. You know, all the all the cult marines are going up to two wounds. No, they're they're still just just one wound. Yeah. Um, characters across the board throughout the pretty much every army got a points drop, which is kind of interesting, encouraging you to take those characters more. Um, but what I thought was really neat was the new the males from war rules, which if you don't know what those are, those are the that that extra deck of cards that comes with all your stratagems that you probably never look at. Mm-hmm. Those are for that. <laughs> but um, the new way to play is you build your deck before you play eighteen or more cards. Every turn you draw up to a hand of five, then you choose three to play for that turn, one of which can be upside down. So makes it a little you get a little more control over what's going on on the board. You don't get necessarily get stuck with a uh, hold objective five, which is all the way across the board in the center of your opponent's army. Yeah. It gives you a little bit more control. Um, that's usually, when I play locally, that's usually we use the the Maelstrom War cards just to keep it, change it up a little bit. So I'm looking forward to trying that out. Yeah. I mean, that pulls a lot from the Skirmish games, like they've, which yeah. are also solid. Like I think they've done a good job with that. So it's nice to see it moving up. Well, I don't know if, if you ever use the open War cards they did for 40K, but yep. that's basically, yep. yeah, that's basically how you set up Warcry every game. Right, exactly. Without the terrain set up, it's deployment, right. objective, and twist, so... Yep. Um, what else is in chapter previews? There's, like, the all the points things. That's neat. Oh, yeah, lot, lots of points changes. Um, but mo- mostly just having all the points, not just... Yes, oh, stuff yes, you mean that little addendum book, yeah. I yeah, really yeah. like that. What I wish they had done is the same thing that they did for... What they did for Age of Sigmar, where you had a book with all the missions in it. Um. Yeah, that might I, come later. Yeah, I, I would hope so. Like the generals, I forget what it's called. Oh, the uh, I think it's the rules book for Age of Sigmar. They put the the core rules, all the missions, and like the senior rules and and the um, realm rules all in one book. I think that'd be great for 40k. But yeah, having all the all the updated points just in one place is super helpful. If you're the kind anything, of person that does anything that's going to make me do less work. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and then there's also the the missions. I can't remember the name, but the, there, there's different ways of playing missions that yes. combine games. Yeah, they actually... Yeah. Parallel games, I believe. Yeah, going through all, all the different um, like kill team up to 40k, up to Apocalypse, or vice versa. And actually, one of the coolest things I thought was they had the army draft. Um, yeah. Which was, okay, everybody brings their stuff they have, and then you just sort of draft an army just to see what happens. <laughs> I'm curious to see what how else what else can be done with that. Like, how detailed those rules end up being. Because, yeah. like, one of the things I thought could be interesting, all depending on how, how it's built and how it works, is the idea of well, I want to start a new army. Like, are there rules for a way of picking or randomly picking models out of a list to build an army? Anyways, I, I'm curious to see how that functions. And of course, what every Imperial Guard player has been waiting for a a tank focused game mm-hmm. with new battle zone. Uh, I think it's called yeah, Spearhead is what they called it. Battle zone warlord traits just for fighting with you know massive armored columns, which actually, is fun because like we always do uh, we do events at the store we uh, 
we usually run a Thanksgiving. Yeah. Where like everybody brings a tank. So being able to have like some fun stuff that we can just kind of slather on top would be pretty nice. Yeah, they even give you a submission, some stratagems to do with that. So. Yeah. Same thing with the uh, with the army draft. There's some stratagems and stuff like that. But yeah, a lot of I, I like what they're doing with the chapter food, where it's just not. The old chapter proof just really used to be some articles and rules updates, but here they're giving us a bunch of different ways to play. Um, so I think they're doing a good job with that, and and I think once a year is probably you know the right cadence for it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, oh, they also had the the challenge missions too, where you know it's an unbalanced forces, or you got to do something crazy. Yep. Um, I kind of love those. I yeah, do I still have a, a set of Shaper's Last Chancers kicking around somewhere. The old third edition, you know, yeah. whatever it was, yeah, twelve man nice. Imperial Guard squad. Oh, so that's pretty much what we've got for 40k lately. Um, we'll still be getting more um, psychic awakening stuff as it comes out. It looks like we're we're sitting on one book a month at this point. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how far it goes and what it culminates in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that what we're seeing right now is just like a pre-Christmas lull with like the sisters coming out. They're just like there's going to be so much noise being made by the sisters anyways. There's no point in pulling out the big guns. Yeah, and that, that things are going to pick up in in the new year as far as uh, Psychic Awakening is concerned. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 trying to stay optimistic. It's just man, turns are close to my heart, so I'm really I'm really disappointed we're not getting anything fun for, for them. Yeah, it, I mean, it usually every year slows down around Christmas because this is when they do their their battle forces, and you know, so you don't really get much new. Um, I assume probably after Slave to Darkness comes out for for Age of Sigmar, there won't be there'll be a lull until January again. Right. Um, yeah, probably. So, what do you what are you guys hoping to see next year? This is probably gonna be close to our last show for the year, so we'll we'll do our usual thing. Amy? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, so this is, right, this is my thing, because it doesn't matter what new comes out right now, because I'm in my little zone, right? But then, yeah. you know, Adepticon yeah. marks the, you know, Hobby New Year, and I'll be, like, looking for the new shiny. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I am I am a Chaos and Xenos player, so literally anything that's not Space Marines that I'm in, <laughs> like, whatever <laughs> it is, like, I'll, I'll do it. I'm there. Let's go. Yeah, I'm. Well, obviously we're gonna get that ornithopter, so that's got me very excited. Here's my two wish, and these are things I've mentioned in the past because we do a lot of of wishing here on 40k Radio. My two wishes is I want a Tyranid mega creature. I want Hmm. give us a dominatrix or dual maul with some other crazy freaking thing. I want that. So bad, and I feel that the Tyranids really they deserve it at this point. They're supposed to be the guys that have... They're supposed to be the armies that have, like, the big monsters. So, where's the big monster, right? Yeah. And the other thing that I'm kind of really hoping for is they've hinted as development with the uh, the Yanari. I want to see that resolved sooner rather than later. I don't want... I want to know what they're planning with this, and I want want them to do something really cool and really over the top with a bunch of new models and I want it to be like sometime in 2020. Yeah, I'm with you on the Tyranid 
creature just because my my tiered at army is all big creatures. It's it's troops or ripper swarms and gene stars. Everything else is just something big, carnifexes or trigons or something like that. So I'd I'd like to get like one big you know centerpiece model for that. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. which would be awesome. And then otherwise, I, I, more Xeno stuff, just in general. I need, I mean, I know we all, we got, this was the year of the Primaris. Let's get the year of the Xenos next year. Yes. Which would be awesome. Yeah, can we? It would be, I think, I think we deserve it. We deserve a. I, I, if you got a GW, you can sprinkle some space ring kits in there, but. I mean, you don't need to tell them. I know, <laughs> they're going to do it anyway. <laughs> space Marines is the air they breathe. There's always yeah. going to be some in the room. Yeah. I'm but, sure next yeah, year we'll get let's, we'll get Primaris turned to Chaos, and then we'll get Chaos Primaris guys. Yeah, and here's the thing: like now, Sisters of Battles are going to be done with, and that was like the big announcement for almost two years yeah. at the Depticon. Yep. Like this was a big thing. So here, here's the thing: like Games Workshop, 40k is usually what you tend to show off a lot at at, at a Depticon. I hope you. Give us a preview of something just as mental. That's, like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'm, I'm really looking forward. That's the one thing I have to make sure I sign up for is that. Uh, yep. The 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 Games Workshop presentation. And and here here's how you're gonna do it, Games Workshop, because you like to have fun with these things. You're going to have a video that you present that makes it sound so much like you're bringing back squats. Like, oh man, like this is the thing. Like, oh, it's got a short phrase. announcement. Yeah, and, and, but then. <laughs> Flip the script at the last minute. No squats. It's a brand new Xenos army, and it's going to be amazing. And here's a couple of models preview. Like, do something like that. Like, yes. freaking wow, wow me. The wow is going to be the, the wow. The, hey, you don't like <laughs> got little short guys on bikes with flak jackets? I, I honestly, if they do a good job with squats, and I have no reason to believe they wouldn't, yeah, like, sure, do it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> They'll bring their big model will be the land train from Epic. You just get a big multi train. Here's the thing, right? It sounds stupid, but, but I'm they would do it right to a flappy wing fly, flyer yeah, at this point. Right. Like they, they've they've been hitting them out of the park lately. So whatever, sure. Fine. Oh, I I wouldn't mind if they went ahead and told us the rest of the uh, the Aeronautica factions. Yeah, That'd yeah. be a okay. I would be any day now. I have people yeah. waiting for new factions to come up before they they pick up anything. Right, exactly. Like I bought the core box because okay, like I'm I'm gonna do this, but I mean I I have like I've already been like I'm so into orcs as it is. I'm like I mean yeah I can, but like I want to do something else. Like so, what else you got, guys? And I mean I've told you guys my plan. Like I want to play Aeronautica so bad because it's such a great game. So I am doing the orcs, but the moment there's a better race that comes out. Like Tau or Tyranez or Eldar, bye bye. I am selling those orcs to whoever wants them for a penny, and I'm moving on to the next the next thing. And especially with the way you know Forge World has expanded the the lines of flyers. I mean, every race yep. has something. Even Space Marines have their their interceptors. Not yeah, that we, there's you know there's and, something for everybody. That they there's two there's two facets to that. Like. On one hand, yes, there's something for everybody. And on the other hand, also, it is a perfect place to experiment with new flyers. Oh, yeah. That if, if they're cool enough, then you fold them into 40K. Like, these are games that can feed off each other. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, you're, you're absolutely right, Amy. That is something I want them to preview. 
Like, just just give us, like, oh, this is the second core box for Aeronautica Imperialist, yeah. and they're Eldar and, um, and Tau. Mm-hmm. Or Eldar and Necrons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little it, tiny flying croissants. Let's go. <laughs> Delicious. It's, mm. it's funny how this game has quickly become a... A fan community game because I'm on a couple groups on Facebook. They brought to get Eldar rules, Tau rules. If basically if they made if they made it before for Aeronautica, they've got rules for it already that they're that fan you know fan people fan have made up right to use in the game. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But we shouldn't have to. No, that's what I mean. Like <laughs> let's get some yeah. new models. You know, some nice plastic models. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, like you guys were saying, a new star set's the perfect way to do that. Yeah, because again, like it's another way of getting people, and it's gonna be it's a, it's a good way of having like the, you, more people come in because oh they didn't have the race I want, but now they do, so I'm gonna get this core set that's gonna have the rules that I need and all the and, and a map and some starter stuff, and then and at the same time you release a new campaign thing, so yeah. a new a new hard map with new ground assets, like basically do the same release that. They did for orcs and, and the Imperial Navy for two different races, and keep doing that until they're all out, and then put out some more mo- some some more individual models. Like this game could be huge, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Especially with like, there's a lot of X-wing players that kind of aren't so into X-wing anymore, looking for something to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on exactly. over. And this is a much better <laughs> game than X-wing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, here come come over X-wing player. Come and enjoy a third dimension. Yeah, I was going to say, remember your space Welcome. game that had no altitude whatsoever? Yeah, collision in space bothers me so much. It's so dumb. Like, unintentional collision in space. Yeah. It is so dumb. Like, in hindsight, like, they, they took they took the best from Aeronautica and Perilous when they copied those rules, but they also injected a bunch of really, really stupid things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mean, like, how I slide backwards when I run into a ship instead of going forwards through it? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, That's a completely different discussion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, uh, you know what I thought was interesting is that, so we get the initial release, and everything that's been released has been orc stuff. There's actually been no more Imperial stuff. Right? Which is it, weird, because the Imperial Navy has other ships. Like, yeah. where's the Valkyrie? Yeah. Because Valkyrie, like, there's some missions they're going to be picking up and dropping off some people. You need a transport for that. Right. Uh, we'll see. I'm sure the net... Because they've already got... They've done two more orcs ships, right? The orc bomber and then the uh, the grot bomber they just previewed. So I'm sure we'll yeah. probably see something... Actually, actually, a vulture's probably a good call for what might be yeah. next. Mm. Oh, vulture, yeah. I said Valkyrie for some reason. Yeah. I guess I just like glass cannons. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was everything from 40K Open Day. Our wishes for next year. Um, we'll probably... What's today? Probably get one more sure. before the end of the year if we can if we can wrap Ashley back in or, or you know, maybe Amy will join us or we'll have another special guest. Um, guys, I've been loving Ake Willow. Oh, um, thank you. It has been taking my Thursday morning spot as must listen to immediately. Aww. Oh, very cool. Thank yeah, you. I'm we appreciate it. it. We're very... I tend to try to avoid pride because it's a, with, with an ego like mine, I feel like it's a slippery slope. Right. Between for like, if I say I did a good job on that, and just 
one week later, I am the best. Like, I try <laughs> not to start down that path, but I've been very proud of Aquilo. Yeah, me too. And it, it, it's easy because I can just lay down a lot of the blame on uh, on Amy's <laughs> at Amy's feet for doing the narration so well. So I, I can keep the ego in check. Thank you. Well, and if you guys out there haven't listened yet, they've got a few episodes out, so you can kind of listen to some in rapid succession. This is episode six is, is coming out tomorrow, so it'll be out before this show's out. So yeah, so you've got basically like a little over the first third of the first season. Things are starting to get a little cooler, a little weirder. So yeah, yeah it's I, uh, I am it's definitely looking forward to tomorrow's episode to find out what's going on. Well, you won't find out everything that's going well, on. I know, but at least, you know, find a little more what's going on. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, listeners, if you haven't listened to Jeff and Amy's uh, Project Aquilo, go check it out. Um, it's available wherever podcasts are streaming, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's essentially, for, it's essentially a kind of paranormal, rural horror story uh, for free. Like, it's a free audiobook, so enjoy. Amy, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having me. Everybody out there, hop on our Facebook. Tell us what you're looking forward to next year. Um, as we find out, you know, what we end up signing for it for Adeptcom. We'll let you know next time and where you might be able to catch us if you're into that sort of thing. Um, other than that, we'll see you in a few weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhas Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhas Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>